Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Yeah, I know. I know the video has started. I'm well aware. But I don't know what to do today. Like, I always just want to focus on the resting on these shows because I think you watch these videos to get away from the craziness sometimes. And your WWE thought they would take it all and throw it into one big pot. So here's what we're going to do. Introduce the counters. There you go. There's the up counter. There's the down counter. I'm now going to take my hand. Three, two, one. Kablam. That's right. I've blown them up. I've blown up the counters for ups and downs because wrestling has gone too crazy and we're on a train and I don't think we're ever coming back. But yes, hello, I am the crazy Simon Miller. Welcome to Ups and Downs for Smackdown. You ain't going to believe any of this. You are not going to believe any of this. If you don't know what happened on this show and I am the person that's going to recount it to you, well, just make sure you're sat down. Because as ever, if you're watching YouTube standing up, it's weird. Even though it's not weird, you may be on a bus. Let's up those downs. So before the Smackdown intro had even aired, out came Vincent Kennedy McMahon and it was like time stood still. Now I was terrified about what he was actually going to say here. As it turned out, it was just really weird. He said hello to the fans and he referenced that WWE tagline of then, now, forever, together or whatever it was, but really emphasized the forever part because WWE is going to be around forever. Now, before we even get into it, that's not true. One day, of course, it shall be dead. So it certainly feels like this was done to spike ratings, and all I could think to myself was, well, that's not cool. I mean, even with all the alleged allegations, like I've already said, when it comes to ups and downs, I just like to focus on the wrestling, and I really do not think we should be muddying the waters like this. Just feels so damn disrespectful. But no, WWE actively decided to stir the pot here and just put all the ingredients into one vat. And look, we're not going to give it an up and we're not going to give it a down because that is just a stupid gimmick. And there are far more important things going on here. And I feel like all of it should have been left to the relevant people to sort out. It also didn't make any sense anyway if you break it down. Imagine you just watch SmackDown. You don't care about all the behind the scenes stuff. You sit down, let's go frump, and you want to watch wrestling on a Friday night. You'd be thinking to yourself, why is Vince McMahon here and what the hell is he talking about? Well, so why did he reference the slogan? And look, it has been an exhausting week, all things considered. So what I want to do is I just want to send out positive vibes to the relevant people that probably need positive vibes right now. And for the love of everything in the future, can we just stick to the wrestling? I have no idea what's going to happen after this. But I thought all of this was poor. 
very, very poor. Right, okay, now let's fix those counters. Don't even know what that was, because when all this was done, out came Riddle. You know, a professional wrestler who was there to promote the wrestling show. The fans absolutely love him now, and really we should have found a way to give him the WWE Raw version of the WWE title. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, because we desperately need it. And then we went straight for a video package recapping everything between Roman Reigns and Riddle. And given everything we'd just seen, I'm not going to lie, I could have done without that. Once again, the crowd went nuts for the man, though, when he was done. And he also told us that Randy Orton's back injury is way worse than we originally thought. And he may actually have to have surgery. This also means that I can only assume Randy was doing all of those matches even though he was in pain. He's a damn hero. Riddle said he also missed his friend, so I was gone and got everybody to do the whole thank you Randy chant. And then he left to Randy Orton's music after dedicating his match later to Randy. So if he ever does turn on him now, my heart is going to shatter into a thousand pieces. Although even if he does, Riddle is basically Randy Orton now anyway. But all this was good. Set up the main event. Given up. More recapping next because wrestling fans are stupid and can't remember everything when it was time for Happy Corbin versus Madcap Moss in a last laugh match. Now I have two questions here. One, does this mean whoever lost is never allowed to chuckle again? Or two, does the person that gets defeated, do they get killed or something? Because you know, when you're dead, you ain't doing a lot of laughing. So why I was called this, I don't know, especially as it was just a regular match, but I will tell you this, I will tell you straight up, WWE should use this as a template for things going forward, because it hasn't outstayed its welcome, they built it well, the right guy has now won and is hopefully going on to become a star. I mean, just do this a lot and everything would be okay. Moss booted Corbin right in the face at the start of this too, but Baron knows what he's doing, so he threw Madcap into the ring post. And when you listen to the crowd, everybody was going, Corbin sucks. So as ever, he's done his job. He also knocked Moss over Barry Barricade, so all our friends were here. And then he got a near fall after the deep six, and he got another near fall after the choke slam. And this is when you could start to see what was going to happen. Now, we did do a countout tease here, and that would have made me laugh, which would have been ironic. But no, when Happy did get back in there, he didn't just get hit with one punchline. He got hit with two. Moss then pinned him. One, two, three. And look, there ain't no two ways about this. Ever since WrestleMania, Madcap Moss has been kipping Happy Corbin's ass. He is now done, and hopefully he's going to the top. I did kind of have this thought at one point. Wouldn't it be good if we had built all of this around the end of days and the fact that nobody had kicked out of it and allowed Moss to do that? But hey, we've done it at WrestleMania, even though I don't think Drew McIntyre has mentioned this once. And after this, Moss got into Corbin's face and he just went, because <laughs> I guess he's now like, look, I can laugh, but you cannot. I mean, I've totally made that up. I'm sure that Happy will giggle, but honestly. I think Moss has all the potential in the world, and I think Baron Corbin is so damn underrated. He always does his job so well. Up. Street Profits were then at SmackDown because screw the rules, and not only do they want to support Riddle, but they also remind us they're going to be taking on the Uso soon. When we cut back to the ring, Baron Corbin was still there. Because he went and found Pat McAfee, and he told him, listen, you absolute goober, I've heard everything you've been saying about me on commentary. You don't like the fact that I've got pyro. You don't like the fact that I'm a success. And I'm sick of you. And maybe I'm going to punch you in the face. Pat clearly didn't care because he retorted by saying, oh yeah, what are you going to do? And he got all the fans to laugh at him. And if I was a betting man, I would say at SummerSlam, we are going to get Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. I crossed my arms and I thought about it and I thought about it. And I think that would be absolutely terrific. Mostly because on a human level, I love both of these guys. And I think they've absolutely smashed it. So that's a couple of thumbs. 
Who saw that coming? The New Day then made their way to the ring, but my word, they chose the wrong moment because not only did we get a recap of everything between Natalia and Ronda Rousey, we then cut to Natalia, who did a promo where she said, I will defeat Ronda Rousey. The whole time, I suppose, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods just stood there going, man, we want to wrestle. It was also setting up the most bizarre match ever because it was these two taking on Jinder Mahal. <laughs> And Shanky, I mean, that is frankly incredible. It was super short, but that wasn't the point because as ever, the focus was on the fact that Shanky has to dance. Now look, for the last few weeks, I have said how ridiculous this is. And of course it is ridiculous, but WWE have done that thing where they're so good. They drive something into the ground and they make it so silly. My immaturity sparks off. Now I think it's the greatest thing ever. Jinder was just yelling at his buddy to stop wiggling his hips. And yes, at one point, Xavier got his trombone and started to go brr, 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 brr. And because it is Shanky, he was just over dancing, I suppose, if that's a thing. So Jinder tagged in. He got hit with the trouble of paradise basically straight away. One, two, three, and he lost because of dancing. And do you want to know what the S-Dog did after this? He danced. He could not give a shit. This was the greatest moment of my life. I'm not even kidding. I can't believe this happened on a television show, and I can't believe that it was greenlit, but I was so damn sports entertained. Once again, for all the wrong reasons, but sometimes wrong can be right, it just feels so damn good. We then got another Viking Raiders video, and I was a little bit worried, because sometimes WE will run these and run these and run these, and then they vanish and we never hear anything again. So fingers crossed that doesn't happen. When it was time for the fallout between Sheamus and Drew McIntyre to see which one was going to go into Money in the Bank. And if you've been watching WWE for a while, you could have written your guesses down. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You would have been exactly correct. The whole idea was that Adam Pearce had to decide who was going to go into this match. And if you were a normal human being, you would have gone, well, look, given that you both got counted out or double DQ'd last time, we're going to have a no holds barred, no DQ, no count out. There must be a winner match. 
But no, he didn't do that because that would be too sensible. Seamus had also told the brawling brutes to stay in the back, and even though Butch was like, no, man, I want to go out there, Ridge Holland said he'd take care of it, so maybe he locked him in a cage or something. And then in the ring, Adam Pearce just went, oh yeah, I'm thinking about it. And Seamus, it's going to be you. Then after Seamus laughed about this and Drew McIntyre beat him up, Adam Pearce also went, oh man, I meant to say Drew, you're also going to be in it. So McIntyre then Claymore Seamus, that was it. And look, I was fine with this on one level, but it went 10 minutes to get absolutely nowhere. I don't understand why they didn't do the rematch. And you can now say yes, but Simon, they wanted them both in the money in the bank, so they had to do something else. Well, if that's the case, don't put them in a qualifying match to begin with. Go and take two other people and have Drew McIntyre and Sheamus win. Otherwise, you're basically undermining your own damn tournament. I mean, when you do this, the whole thing just seems silly. And look, let's face it, wrestling is silly enough. Seconds before this, I saw a man win a match because he was dancing. So while this wasn't actually that offensive at all, just felt a bit like a waste of time down. Caleb Braxton then found Sami Zayn outside the Bloodlines locker room and basically asked him, do you think they're going to kill you? Because basically Roman Reigns only has his championship match tonight because of you. Sami was like, no, that's not going to happen. But this man was definitely lying. We also then cut to Raquel Rodriguez, who told us that she will qualify for Money in the Bank. And this poor lady had the worst scripted verbiage you have heard in ages. And she had to say it like this. Imagine I'm talking to you now and I'm smiling all the time. Even if I say things like, and then the fire burnt the hospital down. You're like, ah, ah this guy, I want to get away. And I was baffled for a second, but then we did learn it was Raquel taking on Shayna Baszler to see who was going to go and try and win the briefcase. Hell, Rodriguez just won. Lacey Evans was also on commentary, but look, this was all right. It was fine. It had a basic story because Raquel is really strong. And Shayna Baszler is a bit of a loon. So she tried to rip off all of Rodriguez's limbs because she thought that would be a very good idea. We also saw Aaliyah and Shotzi watching in the back because they're going to have their big match next week to also see who's going to qualify. So that was good. And after Shayna tried to choke Raquel Rodriguez out, she rammed her into the post, gave her this choke slam thing. I don't know what it was. She beat her for the one, two, three. And a small part of me was like, man, we don't treat Shayna Baszler very well. She's better than they think she is, but I'm still giving it up. We then saw Shinsuke Nakamura pumping up Riddle, because of course they are buddies. When we cut back to the ring, and it was all dark, and there was a spotlight on it. And I was like, man, I'm worried. What are we about to do? And it was stupid, because as it turned out, this was meant to be the big reveal of Max Dupree's first client. But instead, he was in the back telling Adam Pearce, I don't like the way that you've set the ring up. So now we're not going to do it. So it's quite clear that WWE doesn't have a plan with this. And this bums me out because I actually quite like the idea. I've been wanting to see what's going to happen for two weeks. And now we're into week three and we've got nothing. Now, the good thing is it hasn't been scrapped. I'm terrified that's going to happen too. But I shouldn't be pumped up to see a segment and then have it stripped away from me twice in a row. So it's getting it down. An interview with Gunther followed, but Ludwig has been speaking for Bowser for many years, so he did the same here, and basically said, look, he's a new intercontinental champion, he a damn warrior, he's gonna bring prestige back to this belt, everyone that wins the intercontinental title has to say that, and also, no American will ever win this again. So if you're wondering, these two are definitely bad guys, and Gunther was all like, I am the intercontinental champion, but I tell you, if we do this right, we have something here, the act is working, Gunther is just great. Great. So let us cross our fingers 
This also meant it was time for our main event, which was Roman Reigns versus Riddle for the WWE Unified, Undisputed, Universal, Unique, Ubiquitous Championship, whatever the hell it's called. And I tell you this, it was tremendous. We also had the stipulation that if Riddle didn't win, he's never allowed to challenge Roman for this championship again. And all they had to do was plant this little seed of doubt in you that maybe, just maybe, we were going to have a massive upset. And I tell you, they did it few times I actually believed. Fans are also desperate for this too, which really helped. And we remembered the story here because Riddle hates the head of the table because he's more into chairs. So as soon as the bell went ding, 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 he was all over him and he was kicking his ass. When he messed up his hair, he scruffled up his beard. He hit a floating bro to the outside and you were like, yes, Riddle, get him. Roman does have fists of steel though. So he just smacked Riddle at one point and then he got the ropes and he tried to choke him. And let's not pretend otherwise here. I don't think we addressed this enough. This was Roman Reigns trying to murder a man in the middle of the ring. So if you take a rope and go, eventually they're gonna die. Riddle still went crazy and hit another floating bro for a near fall, but then when he got up, he got rock bottomed. So there's that move again. And then Roman did the stupidest thing he could have done because they were back on the outside. He gave Riddle the Randy Orton back suplex into Allen the announce table. And you know you can't do that. As soon as you start mimicking Riddle's friend, he goes crazy. It meant when Reigns went for the Superman punch, Riddle was all like, no, because Riddle instead smashed him with a big knee. And then he was going for the draping DDT, but he wasn't able to do that when they were back on the outside. And now it was Riddle giving the back suplex to Reigns and him pretending he was Randy Orton. This was really fun. When Reigns eventually did connect with the Superman punch and Riddle kicked out at two, everybody erupted. And then it got even better because Reigns went for the spear and he got hit with the RKO. And this is when I bought in my friends. I actually thought we were going to do it. But of course we did not. One, two, up. Smartly Riddle went for this again, but after some springboard action, he did fall down to the mega spear. You could just tell from a million miles away that was it. One, two, three. Roman Reigns is still your champion. But this gets a round of applause. What a main event. Getting it up. Reigns grabbed the microphone afterwards, and you can tell Riddle was super over because everybody was happy to boo him and said he had done exactly what he said he was going to do. Wreck everyone and then leave. And yes, he's done that literally. He then wanted Minnesota to acknowledge him because he does have a self-worth problem. And just as he was about to leave, you will not believe who interrupted him, although not per the interruption counter, he just came out to confront him because it was none other than Shanky. Shanky. Actually, if only it was Shanky, but no, it was Brock Lesnar. Now, it does have to be stated the audience went crazy for this because we were in Brock's hometown. And of course, he got in the ring and he F5'd Roman Reigns and he F5'd the Usos. And before all was said and done, WWE announced, oh, at SummerSlam, I believe this is correct, they're going to be having a last man standing match. I was like... Where the flub did that come from? Now, I do admit I got an adrenaline rush from this because who wouldn't? And I also do understand because it was meant to be Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. But now we can't do that. But why does that mean we go back to Brock? I mean, Bobby Lashley is right there. I joked about Shanky, but I would have taken it. And also, why can't you do something out of left field? Sami Zayn is probably looking going, well, I could have turned face. I've got a little story going on with the bloodline. And I get that's experimental but it's just more creative than this. When the feud is over, it's done. It culminated at WrestleMania. And also, if we're acting like wrestling is all legit, Roman would just be like, I beat you fair and square. Then you ran away for two months. 
you don't get no title shot. You just can't keep going back to the same thing over and over again. And if you do keep looking over your shoulder, you will trip up. This also just makes it feel like the last couple of months didn't happen. So while it was a good moment within the context of how it was presented, does have to get a down. Which brought us to the end of SmackDown and why I actually thought there was some really good wrestling on it, I am going to give it a down, mostly because of everything that happened at the start of the show. Because all that happened is it just sat in my brain for two hours and I was like, well, this isn't fun. This isn't entertaining. This is just really, really sad. We don't even know what's going to happen with this. Tell you, it was a terrible, terrible mistake. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com. I mean, you may as well live on there. There's going to be so much news. Same with the YouTube channel. Same with social media. Go follow them all. My name is Simon Culture. Remember that Rampage Ups and Downs will be up later or may already be live as you are watching this. Please go and watch it. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.